Production. Recorded live. You know, everything is going on now. That's a heck of a distance, isn't it? it yeah, almost... I, I, I think they're replacing that. They want to replace us. I'm going to be honest. They're trying to replace us with uh, robots and computers. I don't think they want us, you know, no more humans. The elite want to get rid of us. And I think they are mind-controlling most of the public. I'm pretty sure of it. I've seen it the other day. I've seen it last week. I came home and seen they had CERN powered up more. And I mean, it was powered up. And what I'm seeing people acting far from normal and chaotic acting, angry and chaotic. I mean, one guy in a car behind me and he's losing it. Um, it's gang stalking to the power of 10 at this point, and it's, it's not going to get any better. Well, what, okay, so, and it could be, you know, so many different means, uh, and, and maybe that's just the bottom line. I, one person is being controlled this way, another one's being controlled that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what I you know that you, you I, I'm adamant. I mean, I have had Alfred Webber speak to me, and uh, Anthony Patch would converse with me, and they're doing massive mind control. Massive. Even Alfred Webber does a piece on it you'd be interested to watch. And I mean massive. I've seen, I've witnessed it too much in several states now. What are the means of avoidance? I mean, if you could avoid using a cell phone, uh, if you could yeah. have every uh, screen, you know, uh, non-existent. I mean, if you could live in a log cabin. Um, you don't let them. I mean, I've been there. I wanted to be just go somewhere. I, I've been I'm just, there. I mean, I can't, I can't do it, but I'm just saying hypothetically, is that where, you know, what are we really trying to escape, uh, you know, the little... Society MNT. falling down on they they're purposely running it. Mm-hmm. It gets on our skin, and you know, uh, it's in the food, it's in the water, so it makes it wherever it's supposed. To, you know, like if you want to cure cancer, they they have the ability to send you know the right chemo straight. It'll make it directly where it needs to go. So if that can happen, then clearly it can go anywhere. I think you just have to be a person that they don't want to entirely take over. You've got to have something that makes them interested enough to not want you to be, you know, a zombie. Since they've got, predict, you know, they, they claim they're researching predictive programming. If you ask me, they've already got it. I've read where there's this AI system, uh, Skynet knows, uh, it, it, it it's thinking past 7 billion brains. It's thinking quicker than you or me at 7 plus billion brains, if you can wrap your thinking around that. This thing goes through scenarios of how you or me are going to react before we even do it. It'll put a thought in my head, which I was getting ready to think of, but it just a split moment early. You know, um, I try to go against it. I do. I do my level-headed best because I don't want to communicate with it. I don't want to talk with it. As far as I'm concerned, this is what the ancients called, you know, the Demiurge, Satan, whatever you want to call it. And I know that the elite are running this. And I know they worship Lucifer and Satan. I know they do. You know? I, all, all I care about is how it works. I don't, I don't care about it. I don't get into the moral, the moral high well, ground. It's 
consider the evil. Okay. I'm just fascinated with the way it works. You know, I'm fascinated that, uh, you know, it, it, to me it's kind of cool. I mean, like, if you are watching, you know, YouTube videos, right, you're watching music uh, on, on your laptop, and and they they have to have, and this, this isn't even complicated. This is just, you know, they're running the numbers. They know what you've reacted to the most. They know if you sang along with this song, that song, and to what degree you uh, you emoted. And I mean, I, I see what they pull up. I, you know, it's it's so clear. And when I'm, I, whatever I put in YouTube music, you know, they're always trying to bait me back to see if you know. I, they know me so well. You know, I mean, it's I can't hate on them because it's what they do is so you know, uh, sophisticated, so interesting. You know, I, I can't hate on it. They, you know, I they, I don't know. I mean, I hope they don't do anything worse to me. You know, I hope you're, the goal you're better is... Than me. I, you're a better I, person than me. So. me it's, it's like neutral. It's just logic. You know, you can't... If, if you can't change it and you didn't start it, um, then, you know, what what can you do but live with it and, and make the best of it? Anything in life that's dealt to you, you know? That's true. But I, I, I I'm fascinated. I want to understand it better. Uh, I do not have any interest in telling anybody about it. I, you know, I'm not that. I'm not a rat. I'm not looking to, you know, you know, I'm not a chatty Kathy or anything like that. But I would desperately like to understand it better. Well, the cell phones uh, were made. Uh, they purposely made them to be of the same brain wavelength, wavelength as our brain, so they could control the brain with it. That's hooked to the cell phone tower. Then you have, um, that goes, there's a box at each of them. They call it a black box. And that goes directly into the AI system. It also controls all the drones, the UAV hoverers that are right over us. They look, some of them say they look like helicopters, and they hover up there all around our homes. Um, I used to watch them all the time. I don't go out and look at, you know, what's the point? I'm going to look out. I can see one in the distance. They're around. There'll be one over me before morning. Um, and then there's, you know, but anyway, uh, how they're how they're actually doing it is it's through quantum, quantum physics. Uh, be, because they created a matrix of electric, electromagnetic, they, got, they need our electric, the electromagnetics, the plasma, the microwaves, uh, it's like cloud computing mixed with HARP and CERN. CERN is really powerful. It's got electromagnetics that, I mean, they're, they're, they busted through the universe, you know. And there are waves on their way back, energy waves. That, Something like HARP. HARP is, uh, you know, child's play compared to CERN. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. HARP is just like a, a device, a system... Uh, antennae and all that kind. Of, so, what is CERN? Oh, hi, hi. Way, way. I mean, they create. They created parallel universes. What? I mean, there's just you can't wrap your thinking around the power. It could blow the Earth up if not the universe. They went. They did, in fact, go back to the God particle, which was a moment before um, creation. If that tells you anything, I mean, that stuff is powerful. Now, the problem is scientists were blowing whistles and trying to sue them to no avail 
some years back because they knew how dangerous it was. See, it's releasing all this energy out to the universe, and it's turning around and coming back. It's both shocking back. It's on its way back right now as we speak. One of the first wave hit us a few years ago, and it blew out a quarter of the atmosphere. We got a second wave on its way back right now. Anytime now. Real rudimentary things. Um, you know, if if you were in a structure that did not have, uh, you know, where you have an electrical panel that you can leave almost everything off, uh, a good part of the time, maybe, you know, if it's warm enough, flip everything off. No electricity at all. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you could probably be, uh, you probably do something with, you know, it's so hard to live without um, Internet. You know, before... You know, I wasn't that person. Like over a year ago, I was not. I had no internet. Um, but you know, it's. I think it's helpful. How could you could you live? You know, what would happen if you tried to escape all of the uh, uh, the means of of access? Would it might get worse? It might get worse. Well. They're pl- they if you, play with fire. if you have means of access to you and they want access to you, then that is going to make them mad. So that's probably the worst yeah. way to... Yeah. I mean, I guess we have to do what we have to do to survive. You just don't don't engage. Don't let them engage you when you're out there, like uh, give chase. Because I did that, and I've had big people tell me I allowed it to engage me, so I, I stopped. I knew what I was doing. I didn't want to... I was angry, but I realized I think I was controlled to engage. To I gave chase to one of the gang stalkers. I mean, I was right on his rear, literally, going, and going off the road a little bit. I could have been killed. And that was been a few years ago, but now, um, you know, I, I go out to my car and they zoom by me. But what I'm figuring out is, I had figured out a good while back, is when they zoom by, whether it's air or ground, they're giving energy to the beast system to target me. That's what I'm thinking. It, 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 I, I could be trying to sleep at night, and they're zooming out there making loud noise. And then I can count the seconds, and then I'm going to get attacked real hard. So they're, the old saying, they're giving energy to the beast. That's what gang stalkers are to me. Because I really do believe this is uh, nephilim disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. I do. I believe it. Uh, and it could be fallen ones in there, too. Anunnaki, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I'm adamant on it. This is alien technology. This, Like you said, you're awed by it. I mean, this is overwhelming to the point it can't... It's too un- unworldly. It's too advanced. It just didn't come out with this overnight. This is too advanced. And CERN is old Stargate technology. They had that back in old Mesopotamia, old Nimrod days, and probably Atlanta, more than likely. I've been studying up on that in the Lemurians, and it appears that, uh, and they're using over 30,000 various documentations, 30,000 different people, that um, the Lemurians fought back. They were mostly women. They were extremely advanced. 
and they would go down into Atlantia and get those out of there that were being chained and um, DNA taken advantage of. They were being tortured, everything else. They got them out of there. Well, that was a war. And they were called the Nephilim in Atlanta. And they started a war. I mean, an all-out war against the Lemurians. Now, something bad happened on the Earth. Uh, There was meteors coming down, what have you. Whole shift ensued. And uh, the continent of Myrrh went under. They lost over 65 million citizens. But there were a lot of them that survived. They went underground. And when, when they came back up in Atlanta, went under too. And so some of them all went underground and survived. And according to Mike Cesarian and others, that war is still going on. And they do, in fact, go after anyone that was akin to the Lemurians. And they torture and kill them. And they just happen to be RH negative. I'm just wondering, are you RH negative? No. No. Anybody in your family, maybe? Not to my knowledge. Uh, were you highly intuitive growing up? Hoy, uh, hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, I, I was just like a little adult because I had to be. You know, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have the luxury of childhood. Did you, I had to say, did you feel you were different? Did you know you were different? Well, I mean, like, you know, I look I look back and, you know, uh, my sixth grade teacher took like three or four of us out in the hall and taught us separately. Uh, you know, I didn't go to eighth grade at all. I made it fine in ninth grade. I didn't go to tenth grade. I took a GED test. I started college at a private college. I mean, it's unusual. And, you know, the course of study beyond that, it definitely isn't an easy one. One of the two major professions, and, I mean, you can speculate as which one it is, uh, you know, not easy. But it it wasn't that hard for me somehow. You know, you just keep moving. You just keep reading. You just, you know, it's just not... not, It just wasn't that difficult. It should have been. And things aren't. I mean, I... No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do think there's... I wish I were intuitive enough to understand this, though. Yeah, no. Me too. Well, you know, they, with this they, now... They've given me... You know, I, I think... I look at the bright side. I I feel they've given me a lot of gifts. You know, the ability to, you know, just just be patient and, you know, uh, gut it out, whatever's going on, uh, whatever it is, just... Make your peace with it. Don't be mad at the people who are doing it, you know, because that's evidently their role. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, it just makes the best. And I think if you, uh, if you, you know, you know, they say if, you're, if you believe you're going to succeed or fail, either way, you're right. I think if you just keep the faith that it, it, it'll get better and you don't act out and you don't give away the game, you don't talk about any of it, uh, I think. You, you might be, you know, uh, rewarded for it to some extent. I certainly hope so. Mm-hmm. No point in being mad at it, you know. I don't, you know, I'm being honest. I don't see anything good coming out of this for us. 
I don't see anything good coming out of it for them either. I don't. I think they messed with fire and they're going to get burned. That's how powerful CERN is. And it'll go right through the earth, I might add. And what I understand from an insider is that uh, their underground facilities are not set up to handle what uh, an energy wave that is indeed coming back. And it's going to be way more powerful than just taking off a portion of the atmosphere. So there's a lot of them under there that could be in their tombs. Um, it's it's not just that. Really it's just, well it's, 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 you have to make, it would have to be so elaborate. Who who would want to really live underground? I think it would be more likely to be you know, on an They're island under, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they are underground. They they've all been under. They've you, all you been underground. You mean, on underground. you mean on this soil or abroad? There, they have over 120 dumps in America alone. They've got dumps everywhere, all over the place, all over the world, everywhere. They're underground. Same, the same, uh, like Hitler built. I mean, I, I remember reading all about that and cities underground, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just can't imagine it being easy at all to build anything elaborate. I mean, you'd have no trees, you'd have no air. I mean, what are they funneling the air in? Uh, how, I mean, the quality of um, life that they would want to have, I can't imagine them having, having underground. Well, how would you... I mean, they're under there for a reason. They, I hate... They know that some things are coming to this earth and they don't want to be above ground. So they went underground. Or not, some like that. They've been building them for over 30 years. Um, they're underground for a reason. because they, And they left us above ground to deal with it. And I'm talking major... Things coming to the earth that are not good from space. Well, I, see, I like don't even feel like I have to worry about anything that far because there's enough just you know right here in our current atmosphere to be concerned about. I'm not even worried I about agree. you know what can happen after I'm dead and gone. Right, I agree. I agree because you know. I have no words to define how anyone could do this to their innocence, but I hate to say it historically, they've been doing it for thousands of years, even long prior. I mean, I hate to admit it, but they have. Governments have turned around and killed their own people, tortured them. I'm shocked at how far back in the history you can see torture. I don't like it any more than, you know, but it's, I guess we're in shock because we were sold a bill of goods called America. You know, we thought we were free. Stuff. I mean, every every time there, you know, one warring group went to another, they're basically trying to rip off their stuff. I don't. I don't think they really war just a war ever. I think it's all about, you know, acquiring, you know, whatever they want, whether it's resources or. Uh, they're women, uh, they're this, they're that, the food, you know, um, I think that's been going on since, you know, the first uh, Neanderthal clubbed, you know, the guy next to him over the head and took his stuff. 
There we go. Yeah, yeah. In other words, that we had maybe progressed by now as a human race, not be so barbaric. And because this is barbaric, to say the least. It, maybe it really is our nature. And some people have, you know, uh, you know how kids are forced to sit for years on end in an unnatural way, so that they're civilized. And you know, certain animals are now housebroken, and and they're, you know, so. It's unnatural, you know. I think, you know, the reason a lot of men don't, you know, I mean, they they're frustrated. They can't be who they really are, uh, physiologically, you know, sexually, uh, uh, you know, they can't, you know, go fight and beat the crap out of it. You know, we're we're civilization is an artificial paradigm. It's not natural. We're in and every. Everything gets sublimated out of this this false construct of civilization, right? It's all the the natural instincts, the the want, the, the desire to fight, the desire to be rugged, to be this that. It all gets sublimated into weird little ways, you know, things, ways of behaving. That's it, when you think about, you know, one of the other things that CERN does, all their CERNs, is to control. Humanity now on the back of the dollar bill with their pyramid and that one eye that I'm certain is this AI system. Uh, and the pyramid stands for all of them, you know, the Freemasons and the Rosicrucians and what have you. Uh, at the top is the families that rule this planet. There's 13 families, I believe, 13 demonic bloodlines. That's what everybody calls them. Uh, two of those are Rothschilds and Rockefellers, all the money in the world. Well, on the other, on, there in Latin is uh, order out of chaos. And what I'm seeing the other day and last week, and this is due to CERN being churned up on the public, is chaos. And you explain to me why they want chaos. They, you know, they, they, listen, Georgia guides things. They don't want us around. Okay, fine. Not fine, but still. But what is going to happen that they want to massively control everybody and to do so in a chaotic manner, they think different than us. They don't think like us. That's how I say they can't be us. They can't be human. So Somewhere down the line, somebody would have had a human moment and said, boy, we can't do this, unless it's all being run by computers. Well, and like a, super C- quant- CEO, a CEO of any organization, let's say they're making uh, $2.5 million, they don't think the same way that the uh, customer service rep answering a phone thinks. The customer service rep thinks, I'm supposed to be nice. I'm supposed to be polite. I'm supposed to be helpful. But, you know, uh, you get further and further up the chain of command. It's like, you know, we do not want to lose a penny. Uh, Be really nice, but everything is orchestrated and designed so that we make money, make money, make money, and we never put put a penny out. So, You've got the gal guy answering the phone, uh, you know, the customer service, they're selling insurance, whatever. Then you've got people at the top who have a completely different agenda. So you and I think theoretically one way, and then people running things uh, think. uh, And, uh, and, and I, you know, I mean, I wish, I mean, for me, the best thing that could be is if I were on the other side. You know, I'm not looking to whack anybody or hurt anybody, but you know, it would be so much cooler to be on the other side of this. 
I wouldn't. I would, uh, I couldn't bet. This is too evil for me. And I guess I'm stuck on the good side. I wouldn't go to their side if you take me. They're evil. You don't want to go there. They're pure evil. Uh, there's an old saying. I grew up not far from D.C. I didn't know how demonic they were. I really didn't. I looked at it as a historical thing. Um, there's an old saying that we used to hear about as teenagers. And we used to say whenever we got uh, information from D.C., gossip, we said it's coming down the pike, as in Baltimore, Washington, Pikeway used to be called. Um, one of those things was that we heard always was they eat their own. Now, if you see how they act now, what do you think they're like with each other when it comes to their money and power? They eat their own, I guarantee it. You don't, would not want to be with, on their side. They're evil. I, I don't believe they have souls or they've sold their souls. I don't. They just don't act. You know, like I said, again, how I, I go back a different way. Instead of saying, gee, are they human? I say, well, they sure don't act it. I'm just saying they don't act it. They do a darn good job of, of getting like it's an illusion. And they wanted us to fall for the delusion or whatever. They want us to be deluded in our thoughts. Fine. They've done a doggone good job of it, if you ask me. And there's people that wrote about it in ancient times that felt the same way. You know, the uh, the, the, the Naghamon, the Bible, the, um, I'm using it as a historical text. You know, even the old Talmud, whatever. Then there's other documentations. There were 30,000 of them easy where they all describe a lot of the same, just differently. And then there's the ones where they don't want you to go to because they tell you, that's your caught. You don't want to read that. But, you know, sometimes you have to learn the enemy to figure out what's going on. Let me see what's going on in their camp. That'll help answer my questions. And I also found that they hid so many things from us that um, they hid things. They took things out of books. They didn't. They have controlled us in every way, religion, education, every, even science. They've lied to us about everything. Why well, then, lie so, I mean, about all that? The 90% ahead, of a, what happens to us life, you know, it tend, um, is what how we react to it. My reaction is like, how can I, you know, I, I mean, we, and not get not get myself in trouble, you know, try to understand it better. And I, I don't think even anything on the Internet, some people think that, uh, uh, how can I say it without saying it, uh, you know, people who are supposed to be bringing out a lot of information and floating it around and getting in trouble for doing it, I think they're supposed to do that because then it, it draws, you know, people to them. And uh, um, I don't want to say this on a phone line. I, I just find, I will say this, I find it very hard to believe that, you know, as you talk about, everything being under control that anybody who makes it to the mainstream uh, whether they have a talk show or they're just a singular guy who's come up with a lot of stuff and he's leaking it, whatever. I don't think any of that is accidental or unintentional. I think it's all meant to happen and the question is who is going to be following that person and supporting that person and then you know you kind of get yourself in trouble for that. You get on a list list for that so that's what 
That's about it. I tell you, my goal is: can I find a way to get on the other side? Can I? Can I? You know, is there a guy twenty, thirty years older than me who knows all this stuff who who might like me? You know, can I be a part of it? Because they don't all just go around whacking people. That's you know, I don't I don't believe that. I, I don't like the pain and the misery and all that stuff, the torture. I, you know, no, definitely not. But I think it's gone on since the beginning of time. And if you cross, you know, I mean, I know in ways I was baited because I think there's, in my life there's been competition. You know, uh, different entities. Of, you know, no, you know, I want her for this, and you know, we want her for that. ones who are like, you know, uh, give me a fresh set of this, 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 so I can live longer now. That's all I'm worried about. And then there are the others who have so much more money, uh, like tons and tons of money. You know, they own the color blue. And they, you know, the value I would have to them is, well, you know, let's keep this mind intact. Let's not mess this up. Let's see, you know, uh, you know if we can... Because we want our minds to be sharp forever, we want to be you know 325 years of age and still have our minds sharp. And if we study the mind, then you know we can't destroy all of them. You know, let's you know let's leave some people intact. And I feel like there's a battle between those two forces. People who want to you know let's say take a cat, take a, a cow off to slaughter, and then there's someone else who doesn't want the cow to go off. They have they have other Objectives. They want to, you know, genetically modify the cow and, and see what happens. Just, I think there's a battle between science and, you know, uh, just, um, you know, taking it off to slaughter. I think that's the battle. Well, I'll say that what I understand and what I can tell, these scientists are, are about as mad as maniacs. Um, I mean, I find this to be the most brutal regime um, you know, murderous maniacs ever. I, I don't believe you'd really want to be on their side. But, well, you know, what if we were, just a thought, what if we were born into the beast system and it's just been the longest tribulation ever, let's say, and uh, let's say that we're on our way to heaven but we're parallel with hell to get there and we're being judged in a sense on can we make it up past them to a higher level of the heavens, which would be dimensions, you know, as and um, since this is a parallel universe, which they found, but they made more of their own, they'd be false. I mean, everything they're doing is known as the fallen angel tech, all of it, beast tech, whatever you want to call it. Um, you don't want to be a part of that. Well, and I just can't help. I mean, I know the Bible, there's so many, it's very hard for me to believe any part of the Bible. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I, I was aware from a teenager up it was written for control of the masses. However, there, there are 
they took a lot of things, a lot of things out, and they they left so many like you have to dig and dig and dig and dig and really go deep and deeper and deeper just to figure out one thing, and it, I'm sure it was by design. And once you know what the Vatican had control of all of it all this time, and go back to Constantine, the first emperor who became the first pope, you know, it opens up for you. The Freemasons had their hands in it. It seems as if they're very prophetic, meaning they like their prophecies, and they know the Bible way more than than Christians. And uh, they know more about our history than we'll ever know. They, they didn't share it with us for control reasons. So, That's definitely uh, fascinating, the, yeah. the mark of the beast, you know, that that is fascinating that, you know, uh, I don't know, I I feel like, you know, history is just a, just a complete waste of time to attempt to read because revisionist, uh, you know, when, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it weren't like the 1800s that the book of Revelations was written, 1800s, maybe it, it actually. It wasn't even the first, the last book. There were five other books that well, were the last. They, the Holy Bible, they goes back, you know, 2,000 years, the Bible was that old, please. You know, I don't believe a bit of that. Yeah. That bothered me, too, about the Mark of the Beast thing until I read where they would go after those at end times that wouldn't accept it. So, I mean, there's parallel in there, you know. So think of it the well, other they, way. It had to. I mean, it's almost. It was a foreshadowing, you know. And, and I can't believe that it's it, that was written any further back than, you know, when was Tesla? You know, late 1700s, 1800s. Uh, late 1800s. Yeah. So 1800s. I'm thinking maybe a hundred years before that, maybe 45. Yeah, there might have been some visionaries who were like, "Wow, we could do this. Maybe we could do that." You know. Uh, well, what happened was, well, between Tesla, they claimed Tesla communicated with, he, you know, an alien, others have said a fallen one, whatever, they gave them, I wouldn't think it was fallen, only because they, if it was communication from the space, that he, as he said, they helped him. And he wanted that uh, technology to be free energy to everybody. So it was a good thing. Uh, just I have like they, no knowledge. I have no knowledge of any sort of alien technology. Where, you know, I just, I've, I've never seen anything that led me to believe that. I, you know, my mind is not closed to it, but I've just never, uh, no evidence of it. Nothing I've ever seen, witnessed. What I witnessed is, um, to me, not a, it's far, so far advanced. It's just, I can't wrap my thinking around it to this day. I watched the synchronization again, Stalkers with me. I know it's being done uh, with this uh, Skynet, Solar Warden, Secret Space Program. That alone is, I've seen them take control of neighbors. Uh, I've seen some crazy things down in Florida with drones following me everywhere over top of people's homes. Prior to that, I mean, I called the sheriff from the last state that I lived in. I was frantic. And he said, "Honey, you got you have drones on you." I'm thankful that he did that. I didn't, you know, uh, it verified to me. You have they, what? You, on, know, you had uh, what on you? Drones. Huh. 
about, you know, I can, I used to step out all the time and I, I could see the drones going by. Red, they're red Testing. and white lit, but there's what also. Do you, you, you. What, what is their purpose with you? Hello? Well, training. Do you think you're? Do you think you're like you're a strong person who they, you know, have, uh, you know, people who need to be tra- you're training up? I think I'm being assassinated slowly, and I'm not taking it lying down the best that I can, my ability. Uh, what they did is right before I was supposed to go into court, uh, settle. I was promised two weeks straight from my state, and um, they they. We're getting me into, I mean, I was up against one of the top ten law firms in the country right out of Washington, D.C., and um, that's who they hired to go up against little old me. And uh, right before I was supposed to go in for a settlement conference where they try to get you to take a lousy amount, and I said, I'm, the answer's no. And I was being eavesdropped on. I knew my calls were being tapped, um, so they knew. Uh, I was on the Internet, and all I did was college at that time and work with the Historical Society. And two unknowns, which I believe were bots now, uh, I knew there was somebody doing something on the on the computer. I knew I had somebody in there. And at the same time, I took a break. I went downstairs. I got on my laptop, and two unknowns came over my Internet and asked me what I thought of 9-11 and threw it into Google. That's DARPA and NSA. And the next thing I know, I got the NSA uh, calling my home through Verizon's Encore division, and then I'm being gangstalked. So this how was all... Throw, how could you throw a question to you like that? Were you on Facebook or some social no. media? I had a small MSM, Microsoft um, Messenger. I had just downloaded it, and I was making contact with... Uh, uh, college friends that were way out the road and a girlfriend that lived down the street that was on it. I had just downloaded it and was testing it out. And they came in over that. And that's the truth. And I quick threw in, no, 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 eleven, eleven. I did. See, here in Maryland, I knew. I had heard of the NSA and all the crap they were starting to do to people. Um, and I was becoming aware. The news was doing, you know, trying to tell the public, I got to admit. And, um, you know, and I, that's all I can tell you what happened. They set me up as a 9-11-er. And then I ran into WikiLeaks when I got out of state. And uh, he put everything out there about all this. And it just, boom, hit home for me. I knew. And that's and I, and I didn't leave state right away. It took me three years. And I, I mean, I was being they 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 surrounded my home with GPS and everything else. And um, it was the day that a big law firm in Annapolis, Maryland, agreed to take my case. They said it's Friday, you know, just 
settle down for the weekend. We're probably going to take the case and go up against them. Everybody in the state knew I was robbed. Everybody knew it. Judges, lawyers, everyone. Because I was calling everybody and uh, they were all afraid. They were afraid to go up against this top 10 law firm out of D.C. And I mean, they owned their own skyscrapers. Again, and they'd have me come up there around all of them with little old me, and that's by now I can tell my own lawyer has sold me out. He did. He sold me out. And uh, what was your civil suit for? They killed my husband. Uh, they were at fault. OSHA closed the job site up for six and a half weeks, 24-7, had it marked, you know, crime scene, you know. And I went down and met the director before I even thought of a lawyer. I was the only one not thinking of it. I mean, I knew my husband all my life. He was my right arm, you know. Um, they sent him to his death purposefully. Why? I don't know. And there was uh, equipment. Well, equipment was going to blow. Equipment was going to blow for two days. He was a mile and a half away for three and a half weeks on a different job site. They called him in his truck and asked him to come up when he got there. They asked him, several supervisors, employees were there. They told him to turn the equipment off. My husband was the type that would just dive in and do what he had to do and then get going. It was work. And they, as they told him to go over and turn it off, and they knew it was going to blow for two days, they were afraid to go near it. So when he went, my husband turned his back on them to go turn it off. They all went running and hid behind a huge dirt mounds down there, and it blew him in half. And he was still alive. Why Why did they care to do that to him? You know, I I never could. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I wanted. I tried to get on the job site myself. They wouldn't let me. Well, did he know two months or something? You know, it. I. I you know, I. I was in so much shock and all, and it was. It, those years were really traumatic for me. I had my biggest trouble was with lawyers. They were selling me out left and right. I knew it. Um, but I was certain I had justice on my side, and it wouldn't have mattered. No, it, it very well, I don't know, it very well could be. It's either 50-50, either he was the only one from that job site. They were all worked together, but he just happened to be a mile and a half away on another site. And maybe he was the only one. And they didn't want to step outside this, you know, their own employees of that particular subcontractor that was on the, on the property. That's a possibility, and he was the only one. And so he got called in. That's what I think happened. Had it been well, anybody else, he not knows, him. He offered you a certain amount of money and you turned it down. That's, that's, they don't like that. They don't like that's that. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Well, let one of the, you know, I knew my husband. Did, did you say you didn't end up with anything? Do what? Did you end up with anything? A little, not much. Every so lawyer. Was, my my senator even said, what's that? Would it have been better if you'd taken the settlement agreement? Was that more no. money? No, this is what they did to me. <laughs> they had plans for me all along. I'm adamant. They didn't want me to get inside a courtroom because their own deposition on me early on proved to them they hired the, one of the top depositioners in the country, 30 years' experience, both of them, 
And after they were done, they were in tears, and they said that no one had ever moved them like me. And their report back was that any uh, any court I step in, I will not be turned down in this country, countrywide. When my husband was blown in half, he was still talking. They got him to shock trauma. He was on a five to eight, five to eight to five to seven percent chance. By that night, it was brought down to one to three percent. He still was aware when I came in the room for five days. So when he this happened, he went down in world history as the sickest, most injured human being ever. Uh, on the face of the earth that survived the catastrophe, catastrophic injuries he did, and he was still talking. He was still aware. So for that to happen, and they purposely sent them, knowing it was going to blow for days. Can you understand what they would have had to have paid me, being they were the Rothschilds, Rockefeller types? Yeah. It would have broke precedence. That reality is, if you don't make the money, if someone can make sure you don't make the money, it goes in their pocket. Yeah. I, and, I mean, and I, one of two things. Either they didn't want you to have enough to survive and be completely independent, or they wanted the money for themselves, and I think the latter is probably the more likely. I mean, I'm going to bear with me here. Uh, California and 575? Hello. Hi, this is Sue. Which one are you, Sue? Hey. I've never I've never heard of that five seven five. I know. There's only a few of us those numbers just show up like that. It's the area. Oh well. I've never seen that. There's a six five seven person and a nine there's another somebody else who shows up with just an area code. Well on. Oh, welcome to the call. Thanks. I'm glad you opened. I like having yeah, a call. Yeah, I was tired earlier, but then I got a second uh, wind, so what the heck. Yeah, good. Yeah, and, um, did you ever... Go ahead and um, talk about anything you want to talk about. Go right ahead. Go for it. <laughs> did you ever look into the Theosophical Society? They I'm sorry, the, hit- the late The late 1800s, early 1900s, a group of... Mm-hmm. People got together and brought in philosophies from around the world. Um, and they I've heard them. Writing. Were they up in um, the northeast region of the country, like Massachusetts or uh, Connecticut? Connecticut, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember they, where they originated. Like, yeah, I think uh, I've been there. They had meetings in the back in the woods. They used to have meetings, and they were considered like you know, you know, the mystics of their time. I think what's the name? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Blavatsky, Madame Blavatsky. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I like it, it. It wasn't about magic. It was more about like you know your consciousness and everything. You were saying something earlier. Yeah, it is. I I really feel this is a war on our consciousness for some reason. I feel like I have something to do with that strongly. Yeah. You know, in a mind-high kind of way even. And 
more than one way, but mine hive would be one of them, which is what Dr. Robert Duncan wrote about. They weren't just massive mind control, and they were doing mind swapping, even mind swapping between two people and mind hiving. And their, if you know their goal, their goal is to be, uh, I can't make this up, their goal is um, take the personality and upload it to their brain before they die, take the brain, put it into an avatar. The avatar, they're going to they're gonna upload from there to a hologram and communicate consciously. That's their goal. But well, you know what? It, to me, it seems like a big waste because we can communicate that way anyway. And uh, we don't need to be uploaded to an avatar in order to communicate telepathically. It's already a natural gift. So, uh, well... Everything they're doing is pretty much, they want to make it technology-based, but it's already a natural gift. I mean, we already, you know, God gave us those abilities, you know, prophecy, and um, communication uh, with higher dimensions. It's already there. Well, look at Edgar Casey. Mm-hmm. The talking, you know, the sleeping prophet. Um, I was reading up on that about uh, how... He might the Akashic records might actually be something in the etheric quantum field. Yeah, yeah. And he was tapping into that, so uh, I think that might be how. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, I have. This is David. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, nothing in the moment. I mean, he, I mean, he had nothing. The Native Americans yeah. didn't have chemtrails for their shamans, you know. <laughs> the medicine they didn't have, people didn't use chemtrails yeah. to communicate mm-hmm. with a computer. They didn't have CERN running either. So, I mean, you know, right, you're right. So why do they need all this? I mean, I keep saying, my goodness, they haven't overkilled it, have they? Yeah. I mean, there's a laundry list of what they're using, which I'm going to be honest, um, I do believe in... You know, that there's other, uh, I believe in the dimensions, interdimensional and what have you. I do. However, why do they need so much? You see what I mean? If they were the real deal, I they know. wouldn't need all that. Would they? Hey, okay, great. Same, I'm not the only one thinking that. Right. I asked the same <laughs> question. I mean, because here, take it another way. It's the same question, only in another format. 
if they want the power of God, why don't they just go to ask God for it? <laughs> you know, I mean, why do they have to steal spiritual energy from individuals, from mm. individual people, when they can go ask God for that same energy to be directly downloaded? You know what I mean? Like, okay, have have they uh, lost their connection to God? Maybe. Well, they don't have a connection to God. They don't want to believe in God, and yet they want the power to, you know, uh, to have telepathic communication, to do healing, to manifest things, to move objects, to heal. And all of that are God-given gifts that you can have if you're connected to him. And then, you know, but they don't, they don't want to believe in God. They want to make themselves little gods, but yet that's the same power that they want, and they're trying to take it from us. They could get it themselves if they want to connect with God. But the thing is, if you do connect with God, you have to humble yourself, you know, because there is a higher order. They don't want to humble themselves, you know. Well, they are, what I can see, are arrogant. Extremely arrogant, but you got to admit this is anti-human as it gets. Yeah. Of course, of course, I you know they could be reading the numbers into a computer, and then let the computer do it. Once you see those D waves, and and there's a video over there where the guy opens the black D wave box up, and inside, you know, I'm expecting all these chips and all. Instead, it's just one hanging down on this gold thing, you know, like a squiggly thing with wires and everything else. And that, the other day, that just took me right down. I thought, wow, there it is. And they have four of them. And one of them's on the East Coast, between Baltimore, D.C. and New York somewhere. So, uh, but I'm like you. I'm like, well, okay, they got CERN and chemtrails. Electromagnetic mm-hmm. plasmas, they got cell phones, cell towers, uh, UAVs, drones, uh, satellites, um, smart meters, Gwen Tower, oh. you know, would be, oh, wow. Uh, you know, and then spraying us with nano and smart dust and uh, lots of other things. Yeah. That's over, that's a lot that they had to do all that to set this whole false matrix up inside of what I believe is a real one. So it's a matrix within a matrix. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, yeah, with CERN... You talk, about, they, you talk about Skynet a lot. Well, yeah. um, I heard about... Did you ever hear of Stratfor? I've heard of Stratfor. It's satellite communications. It's like, you know, it's a major, major company. You can look that up in your research. Stratfor. Yeah, this is, they call it Skynet, Solar Warden, and combined cloud computing in there, and with the grid that they have, the surveillance grid, um, we're in a matrix. They created a matrix, and, you know, it's run by something I would equate to the Terminator. It's just me, and this thing is a Terminator. It's certainly not friendly, you know. Um, you can't show it any fear. I've heard insiders talk enough that uh, they were trying to get the word out not to show it any fear at all. Um, mm-hmm. 
I can't honestly say it's because I have a web page because um, there's too many TIs getting targeted that don't. So, you know, I think it was just, uh, there was, it's nothing I could do about it. I was put on it like you, and I don't think, it, you know, they can, uh, I'll say this, I think uh, we've got a lot of dirty, you know, even wondering about all the, how evil everybody's out now, you know, acting. Even politicians and what have you. Um, are they on this too? <laughs> you know? Is somebody weighing the fact, you know, what it appears to me is that these elite, the 13 families at the top, have certain groups that are sitting in command centers and they're commanding the whole thing like a script. And it's, you know, that that's the basis. I really, I've seen the inside pictures. There's a guy that worked at DARPA and he made it over to New Zealand. He was targeted and he sent me photos about a year and a half ago. Oh, really? What's his name? Uh, his name is William Ross, R-O-S-S, and you can find his uh, YouTube channel over there. And he's done everything he can in his own way. He's targeted to try and get the word out, but, yeah, you know, m- m- my labs, military labs. Yeah. Yeah, and that could go his, from contractors to contractors. Out about this uh, no, no fear thing? Yeah, no fear. Even Earth Keepers has uh, a, a woman over there talking about this, and DJ, and uh, and she's on other talk shows as well out there. And uh, she has said emphatically, "You cannot show it any fear. You got to let it go. No fear. It, so it, they it, use that fear against you. Yes, that's exactly what it's doing. It, the more fear you show, the more it's going to come after us." Yeah. And she was adamant about that. Yeah. No fear. Let the fear go. Forget the fear. What have we got to lose? Why not go out and not have to worry about a panic attack or whatever? You know, don't let the MFers get you down. That's the best, you know, don't go along with it. You know, don't let it engage you, but, um, you know, walk in the spirit, so to speak. Walk with, uh, you know, you're not them. We're not them. We're not evil like them. We can't wrap our thinking around them. So just release the fear and walk in that uh, in the good consciousness that you know you have. And, you know, none of us are going to make it out of this alive. None of us. So I want to make sure that when I go down, I'm going down on my feet, not my knees, with my consciousness by my side. A good one. I have a good conscience. I think most TIs have a good conscience. We're not psychopathic. We're not. Um, we, we have a conscience. I, we feel. We feel guilt. We feel sympathy. We, we feel empathy. We feel. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Most of them are honest and law-abiding. <laughs> yeah. Really. Really. You know, total opposite of us. And uh, Ron Angle, A-N-G-E-L-L, is interviewed by Deborah Tavares. And it was done a few years ago. And it was the one that really opened my eyes because I had a lot of aha moments I knew. And it was called, is, the, is AI in charge? And you can listen to him. And he's targeted. He lives in Florida. And um, 
It was a scientist that worked on this. And he said they were all lied to. They were compartmentalized. And they were targeted. And he was targeted maybe because he knew, you know. And he said it was turned against good people under the Bush administration. So that was the first one I heard. And then we can go into all the other, you know, conspiracies, whatever. But if I go back to the first one, Ron Angle, where I went, wow, that and then and Alfred Webery about the chemtrails and the mass mind controlling. And then the next step was uh, Robert Duncan. If I just stop with those three, and I don't think Duncan knows everything either. Uh, uh, it appears you know, he don't know everything. I don't think so, anybody they, has the whole picture. I think everybody right. has their little specific area of that right. piece. I agree. You know, what worried me as a historian, um, I'm re- I really, really, really now sadly to my realize that those that, uh, you know, the ones that write the history books are, are the controllers. And let's say the ones that win, you know, they're going to rewrite history. They did that in ancient Egypt. They'd tear faces down and put a new face up, you know, so you never really know who the heck built felt it or whatever. Well, same thing here. So, you know, what bothers me, though, is if they had that much control over the Bible, what else did they control? Did they, you know, how do we know that Enoch is even written properly? We don't know, do we? All we know is what we know now. That's all we know. All we've got is our intuition. And I had good, I was highly intuitive, and this knocked me for a loop. You know, so but yeah, we well, still have a sense of intuition. Just use that. What's your yeah. What's your opinion of it? What What's your What's your what intu- intuition you have left? What What do you think? You think it's humans trying to be like them? Well, let me just let me clarify first that my intuition has expanded exponentially through this program. I'm like, I was psychic before, but now I'm like, I've got instant knowledge on any part of the earth that I want. I remote viewed a lot of these uh, predators and perps that are surrounding me. I remote viewed a lot of the information, and then when they're hitting me, I get signals about their personalities, their history, their background, their you know, the the vulnerabilities. I've really expanded that, so it's not limiting for me. It's expanding. Um, And um, maybe they didn't want that consequence, you know, unintended consequences, but they put the energy and the plasma around us, and I decided I'm going to use it. So it's a two-way thing, you know. You know, everybody is receiving and transmitting inside the same field of physics. Everyone, you know, everyone is inside the solar wind. Everyone. So um, you get to choose how you want to use that. I don't want to be tortured, but during this time, I've really expanded. Now, whether it's, you know, I don't think you can eliminate one part of the program from another anymore. You can't say, well, it's just the economics. You can't say it's just the sciences or the pharmaceutical companies. 
or uh, wireless communication companies. It's all of them. You know, the whole thing. Uh, It's all networked. So, and, you know, the political uh, arena, the war arena, everything is interrelated. So I, I don't see it's one thing or another. Yeah, I think it's all of them, too. Or it's like, you know, they can just control anyone on the dime to act any way they want them. So, um, do you, there's some that I, I'm friends with, that, TIs, that one of them thinks that it's ascension. Ascension? That's what she thinks. She thinks this is yeah. an ascension. That we're, yeah. we're going through... Um, you know, with the veil being down and what have you, with CERN yeah. and yeah. the time that we're in, it's uh, we're on our. Let's just say we have the possibility of moving up the uh, the level of heavens. That Enoch, if it's true, wrote about that would be a dimension, I think. And right. what if we were on our way to that, and we're getting the crap beat out of us? Right. When the way because we're parallel with uh We're on the path. With, yeah. We're on and, the path. Yeah. Yeah, the veil protected us. It was a natural wall that protected us humans from other dimensions. Uh, now CERN they have proven there really is one. A parallel mirror of us somewhere. But they went on and created more false ones. Um so what if that would be the case? I guess I refer to like Job. We're getting, you know, beat up on the way. We're running parallel with the other side, what we were protected from, you know, and they're praying to the demons, the Luciferians, and they are. you got to admit they are. So, you know, they are doing all these rituals and what have you, and let's say that uh, they're doing it on a massive scale. So they're calling them in. Um, and that's what we're dealing with, although I do know they're coming from underground as well. And that would be probably hybrid, you know, synthetic. There's a lot of talk, serious talk, that uh, they probably have done a lot of synthetic humans, and they're walking around among us, so to speak. So, um, plus they can change our perception with CERN and the nano in us. All of us have it. And if they can change our perception, geez, you know, and they probably have one many a times. Um, but you don't know, right? You know, you don't know if you're in a, you don't know, you know what I mean? You don't know, are they this or are they just humans and they're changing how I perceive things with my brain? You know, they're, they're, they're really, um, I never we see, you know, they're so into the mind. You know, are they, totally. they don't have one or they're afraid they're going to lose there. Um, and they want to live forever. More credible than Alex Jones but, um, but what's more important is that, you know, I, I don't want to sit around and question it. What's yeah, that? I think there's a lot of levels to it. Like, and every level has their own agenda, you know. Like, the 13 rich families, they don't know or care what the person in your neighborhood are doing, you know? And the people down on the lower levels who are 
you know, tracking your emails and analyzing your vocals and, you know, mixing uh, programs and hacking software companies. I mean, there's so many different levels. Each level has its own little agenda. And they're very focused on their own thing. And um, what, like, again, I don't think you can really separate them all, but most people are in their own world, you know. They're just doing what they do. And if you say, well, why can't we stop it? I, I think to myself, why doesn't, you know, why isn't the Justice Department, if they, they can see everything that's going on with their satellites and radar, they know exactly who all the criminals are, where they keep their stash, you know. How come they're not doing something to stop it? Um, exactly. Because they're all in on it. Plain and simple. I guess what I'm getting out of it is uh, I was listening to a CIA whistleblower the other week uh, on Dana Wigington, his website, Geoengineering, has stepped forward. And he talks about on stage about when they step up to the plate to speak out to the public, what they go through, and I can't make a stop. The CIA program that goes, it really pushes their employees not to speak out. The way they're treated is exactly like targeting. And I heard him explain, you know, how they're, they're treated. They're alienated. They're called nuts. First thing they do is, they want them to come in for an evaluation, and they're going to classify them as, you know, they're mentally unstable, and they might get tortured and maybe killed. Yeah, they get killed and threatened and stuff, yeah. And I thought, wow, there we go. And that's if they speak out, and that's why so many of them have not. I know that since they've had this secret space program over us uh Right around the time they killed Kennedy, probably, and that's probably why they got away with that. Um, they knew they had control. You see, they already had control, so they were blackmailing people. I mean, if they murdered Kennedy out and out on live TV, and you know, in front of the public, the sky was the limit for them at that point. And they got to think about it; they got away with it. They were using black and white TV. Remember the old black and white TV we had as kids? Yeah. Uh-huh. They were using that even then to sending mind control signals out to us to keep us docile, to keep us where we don't want to do anything. You know, that you don't have it in you to get up and go march, so to speak. So they had it on early on. You know? Yeah. Well, they and had... Uh... We know that they had it as far back as the 50s because mm-hmm. remember Dr. John Nash from Princeton, he's the guy that invented hypergame theory. Is that they, right? They got him hospitalized with, uh, apparently he had, I mean, from my interpretation, he was given V2K in the 50s and was mm-hmm. hospitalized for schizophrenia. And they, they down, you know, they took him off his path, his career path, like in yeah. his twenties, because he was such a genius of economics and game theory. And then, um, wow. you know, he's the guy. I mean, a lot of this hyper game theory is based on his research that he did. And wow. um, mm-hmm. then, 
you can look him up. He's the guy that they made the movie Beautiful Mind. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Uh huh. Um, but they don't they don't show you in the movie that some of the symptoms can be explained through technology that we know right. about. Right. Well, the hyper game theory is basically the hyper hyper gang stalking in a sense. If you're gang stalked to the point that you know you step outside and it's all synchronized to you, the synchronization is from uh, CERN. But what you just said is uh, probably the term that they used inside hyper hyper game because that's yeah. what they're doing. They're gaming us in a hyper sense. Yeah, they, it's like move, counter move, move, counter move. You know, yeah. here's a here's a move. Here are probable counter moves. You know, here are all the probable ones. Here are the likely ones, the less likely ones, and they're categorized by probability. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a 35 percent chance that she'll go this way, but there's a 65 percent chance she goes that way. You know, well, let's put a bunch of people on that corner. I gotta admit, you know, most of the time when I, when I, when I think of everything that they're using, I say, well, there's my answer. They're human. You know, they wouldn't have to go through all that. Um, and then there's some nights I sit here and I feel like, no, they're not because this is so, I guess because it's so heinous. You know, it can really take you, step you back. And then when you spend time on the internet watching how, what others think, it can take you away, you know, as well. But you're right, they're probably human. However, this technology, you got to admit, is, um, it's it's a bit much, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, it definitely is too much for, you know. It is, it is. I mean, and, and they what, could what, do all of that without torturing people to death, you know. I mean, I'm watching people get sick in my town. People are dying. They go to the hospital with minor surgeries. They don't come out. Um, And this is not a big, you know, this is not a large population, so it's more obvious to me. And uh, they don't, if they want to study hyper-game theory, they don't have to torture people. You know, that's like, that's the sadistic part of it. You know, it bugs me for a while there. I've done so much research, though. I was like, I found that there were others that had written books and what have you on evil. I, I needed this evil, you know, defined to me. And um, it appears that they might have had this technology thousands of years ago, but they lost it. So they were coming back for it. But it's just strange how it seems like they just came out with it uh you know, they must have. They were working on it apparently for decades. They had to have been. Yeah. And they, you know, but I didn't realize Nash was one of them. That he, he was. Uh, that was a good movie. Oh yeah, and he's they, a big one. Yeah. He's a big one of them. Huh? Well, I listened to an insider over at SoundCloud who's blowing whistles, exposing them. He knows a lot about our targeting. He might have been a stern scientist, and he was there when um. They had the, it, the experiment went bad, and they had like interdimensionals in there. Are you familiar with that? And some of them lost their minds. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's I probably one, did. He, I don't remember he's one which, of them. which one was that. 
I, it was some few years back, and he's one of them. And he um, he was invited to go underground, and he said no. And so he came forward about a year and a half or so ago. He started with DP Earthwatch and um, Anthony oh. Patch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I look at his channel sometimes. Yeah. Well, well, BP Earthwatch was doing a lot of calls over at uh, Block Talk Radio, too. And that's when one Saturday this guy calls in. He says he's an insider, and he he fled. He basically fled. And they, they told him he could come underground, but he'd have to take a chip. Everyone had to get microchip to go underground. He said no. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's, he knows a lot about our targeting, a lot. I was recording him, voiceovers, the whole bit, and um, I threw him up on YouTube, and um, he, he knew a lot. Now, I'm only telling you what he says as an insider. He says, gang stalkers are called Satans by insiders, and they do call this beast tech. Fallen angel tech. They do. And I'm just telling you what he says. He, I could even hear him when they sound like he was targeted. I could hear motorcycles revving up in the background. And I heard him say he was targeted twice. I had others listen to it to make sure I wasn't hearing things. They said, no, that's what he said. So um, he says they are fallen angels and the Nephilim. I'm just telling you what he says. And he's never backed down on that. Ever. And, you know, is he, I don't know if he has it right or not, but that's what he says. And he knows all about CERN, and uh, it's all connected to our targeting, the CERN. All of it. Mind, even Anthony Patch is getting that out. Um, the well, mind control, the gun. How are HARP and CERN connected? You know, um, I know I love Elena Freeland, but they claim that CERN might have been. Uh, as a space fence shut down, and that it's just CERN running it. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't I mean, either. They're still doing a lot of weather control. They're still yeah. doing a lot of chemtrails. That's mm-hmm. all heart-related stuff. Yeah. Well, well you know, it, it appe- yeah. as much as I know CERN was doing all of it, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, HARP. Yeah. I'm just saying it now. They've topped it off, and they're saying no. It is CERN, and I do believe in Anthony Bass. He couldn't sway me away from him. He's well, he's I'm got. The, it, it, I don't. I that? don't know if CERN. Uh, I mean, I I just don't know what its capabilities are. It's unreal. It's unreal what they've done. They wanted to find the God particle, which would have been one moment before the creation of the universe and they found it and they also found a parallel universe deja vu anybody a glitch in the system they found a parallel universe it's binary means it's ones and o's ones and zeros excuse me we have a second sun it's a dead star but it's up there you know i don't quite understand why they didn't tell us all this you know, or, you know, not tell us, but why weren't we taught these things? It's obvious it was all purposely hidden from us. Um, Anthony Pesch was uh, investigating CERN. His parents were quantum physicists. And he grew up net with this knowledge. 
And um, he started researching the book he was writing, um, and it had to do with a covert catastrophe because of energy waves. Because when they use CERN, the energy's coming back. It's buckled out there, and it's both shifting back at us. In case you haven't noticed, the earth changes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, there was an energy wave from this. The first one came through a few years ago, and it took out a chunk of the atmosphere. Hmm. Um, that a second wave is on its way back right now. Oh. Way stronger. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like no matter which way you look, what they've done, you know, and. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> What the guy on BT Earthwatch is showing off, how the magnetosphere has been collapsed a couple of times this year, and that's not natural. (laughs) So, I mean, if he's right about that, and it's related to CERN, that's pretty dangerous. Really? We need need those magnetic waves to protect us from uh, solar radiation, cosmic radiation, gamma rays, all that stuff would wipe out the earth if we didn't have the mechanism. Um, I was listening to the other night to the insider and Anthony Patch, and they were talking about it on two separate uh, live shows. And um, this will penetrate into the ground, and um, none of their dumbs could ever protect them from this. They'd have to be really, 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 really deep, 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 deep down there. They don't have anything to protect them, and basically most of them are in their tombs as we speak. So, so you know, it just goes to show that the kind of evil, and they were, you know, they were even looking for life on another planet, or so they told people, you know, in the audience, I listened to it, and, uh, wouldn't it be something if man, if they turned around and destroyed the earth, literally? And that's exactly what all these scientists were worried about years ago. Five of them filed a lawsuit against them. Of course, they got nowhere. So so they did this, and in my opinion, they did it to blo- uh, for various things. I don't think it was just 